This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 327 of the Good Neighbor Podcast, and today we have Patrick Garner. Patrick is with Next Plumbing. Patrick, how you doing? I'm doing all right. Yourself? Oh, doing great, man. I'm, I'm talking with you. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Doesn't get any better on a Monday afternoon. Yeah, but I can think of worse ways to spend a Monday, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I love about the Good Neighbor Podcast is it gives businesses that are just, one, killing it. When I say killing it, I mean killing it as in doing wonderful things for the community. I mean, you guys, I, I just took a peek at your reviews, for example. I mean, over 300 reviews, like five stars. You guys are obviously doing something way beyond right, going above and beyond. And, um, you know, also had a chance to to look at the backstory a bit with what, what your, your father went through and basically lost everything, was able to rebuild and all that. So I don't want to spoil things here, but I just want to want to set up our listeners. You know, this isn't this this everyday uh, business story. We're, we're going to cover some cool things. And, and uh, I'm going to start, Patrick, with uh, allowing you to tell us about Next Plumbing. Sure, absolutely. And thanks again so much for interviewing us. I actually, um, after I met you, I, I took the liberty of going through quite a few of your podcasts. And uh, a lot of my uh, a lot of my contemporaries, a lot of my uh, friends, you've actually interviewed before. So it was fun to, to kind of get a sneak peek uh, from the behind the scenes of my friend. So, and they didn't warn you. Stay away from that guy. No, they, said, they said jump on there. Do as much as you can. So uh, it, was, it was pretty cool. But Next Plumbing, um, we're a local family-owned company. Uh, it was actually started by my father and his uh, and his wife, Rose Prendel. Uh, we have been in operation for over 10 years now. Uh, I joined up uh, with the team about four and a half, five years ago um, after I got out of the military. And in, it's it's been a whirlwind, that's for sure. Um, it's, it's very cool being a part of this company. Uh, and like you said, you know, we used to, my father used to own a Mr. Rooter franchise, um, which was, uh, which is the world's largest plumbing company. And, uh, and he owned the fran all the franchises from South Naples up to around Tampa. And he had, um, wow. something like over 60 plumbers on the road. Eventually he opened up, um, an electric franchise as well and had about 20 electricians on the road. And it was super cool as a kid to see um, because I got to be around a whole lot of cool tools and stuff. But, you know, it wasn't until I was involved in the business like now that I could appreciate how amazing everything was. Um, and you kind of alluded to it already. He'd, uh, he had been a part of that company for, for a long time. Few things happened, um, you know, and, uh, and he ended up having to, uh, to walk away from that company. And you know, as a young man at that time, I, I guess I didn't appreciate the, uh, the magnitude of what he had lost. Um, it's something that I've grown to appreciate and respect even more because he's gone and, and built Next Plumbing to see what it is now. Uh, you know, him and Rose started this with her in the her in the kitchen. You know, answering the phones in the kitchen with him running out and uh, running calls from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. to one in the morning. And uh, it's it's just really it's really crazy to see somebody that had built a multi 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 million dollar company to flash forward five years and he's in a truck by himself running these calls and. Yeah. Uh, I've learned to have a lot of respect for him and a lot of respect for Rose because it's not easy doing it now. And I'm sure it was a, a lot less easy doing it after everything that he'd already accomplished. Yeah. And your point about not really appreciating, I mean, in, in credit to your, your dad, you know, he, he, I'm sure he's the type of guy who says, well, I can either, you know, 
sit back and cry about what I lost or I can just get back up and do it all over again. And, and, uh, you know, I, but my goodness, I mean, you can now really appreciate it being involved in the business, how agonizing that must have been. And, uh, to have the wherewithal to just to get back up and, uh, start from scratch. <laughs> it's pretty interesting too, because after he walked away from, from his first company, he said, you know what? I'm obviously a successful man. I know what I'm yeah. doing. I'm going to start my own restaurant and bar. And, uh, and so he did. And uh, he did that for about two or three years and found out that uh, the hospitality industry is not forgiving. And uh, he tried that for a few years and then sunk what, what, what was left in his life savings into making that happen. And after a little bit, he said, you know what, this, this is not me. You know, I'm going to go back to what I know and love. Yeah. So it was it was two quick kicks in the face before he found next plus. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's you know, that's the joy of life. You know, we're always learning and figuring things out, and sometimes it takes a kick or two or three or four uh, before we go. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I got <laughs> it now. Uh, now, you know, again, going back to the intro, Patrick, and and what I love. Uh, I mean, you guys go way beyond the plumbing and, and you were sharing a story with me just the other day uh, when we talked about getting you on the show about what you guys have done during COVID and and also what you've been doing just as a company to support, I mean, everything from school in the Philippines to, you know, just local communities. you mind just spending a few moments uh, sharing that with our audience? Absolutely. I can spend as much time as you'd like because I, can, <laughs> I, can I can't speak highly enough and and I'd love to take some of the credit for this, but but frankly, I can. I mean, it really did all come from Dad and Rose. Um, you know, I yeah. think I think Dad losing so much of what he did and having to start from the bottom and work his way back up, and then Rose coming from you know an impoverished area in the Philippines, um, honestly, just a small village where she had to walk like four miles to get to school and had literally had to cross a river just to get to school. Oh, uh, yeah. So I think uh, I think that. Because they're so successful now, but it was so hard fought, hard fought that yeah. uh, it made them appreciate everything that they did. So, you know, they've always since I've worked here, they've always shown compassion. Um, you know, we uh, we partner up with partners for breast cancer care every single year. Um, we've actually we're actually the leading contributors uh, in Southwest Florida, and we've we've donated enough to have hundreds, if not thousands, of mammograms um, and free hospital visits for uh, for the patients and. What I love about that organization is, you know, it, it, it's not it's not a, a national organization. It, they're they're local. They take care of the people right here, and it feels good knowing that when we when we help them out, and we help them out quite a bit, that it could be affecting our neighbor, it could be affecting one of our parents for all we know. Um, right. That was that was the first thing that I really got a chance to to dip my toes into when it came to all their their charity work. Uh, but I really definitely got to start seeing that once COVID hit. Um, you know, in a couple of different ways, um, you know, everybody knows how, how difficult and how challenging COVID was, especially in the very beginning and didn't really know what to do. Um, you know, my father, he was he was Johnny on the spot, to be honest with you. He, he kind of foresaw the shortage that was going to be happening once he spoke to everybody. And uh, he stocked up on thousands, I think 20,000 surgical masks um, and uh and God, just probably probably fifty thousand pairs of gloves and hand sanitizer. Wow! Almost immediately, I know. Almost immediately, um, once they shut down, we started donating those 
and that sounds like a whole lot, but they went within two weeks, yeah. I'd say. Yeah. yeah, it was it was wild. So um, again, you know, the, the the amount of respect I have for these two because they said, you know, we already donated all of this to the police departments, to the schools, to the fire department, but we can do more. Oh, at this point uh, in COVID, we actually decided that uh, to, for everybody's safety that we would keep the office staff from working from home. Well, there wasn't quite enough work to right now to justify the office staff and uh, going. And we didn't want them to go without a paycheck like we were seeing everybody else. So Rose and Dad went out and they bought every office member a sewing machine, had them come in. We They taught them how to do uh, make handmade masks. Oh, I know it was, it was pretty, I, I didn't believe it when they first told me, I said, that's not going to work. And I come in one day and Rose is on zoom with about four other people and she's teaching them how to use a sewing machine. And they made wow. tens of thousands of handmade masks that we donated all over gateway. We donated them to the fire departments, to the schools, to the, the police departments. We started sending them across the nation. Um, she sent, got so many to the Philippines, uh, and it worked. I, I had no idea. When they first told me they were doing that, I said, you guys are nuts. They, you know, you're not going to be able to make enough. And I think she's still making them, to be honest with you. She's still going at it. <laughs> Good for her. It, it was, it was wow. I mean, we actually, I live in the same community that they do. And it was a Sunday at 10 p.m. And I needed to get something from their house. And I walked in and it's dad, Rose, and Rose's mom sitting by a table, just making, uh, making those masks at like 11 p.m. Oh, that is funny. Wow. Does your dad have sewing experience or was he a newbie? Oh, he was a complete newbie. So <laughs> he, it wasn't long before he said, maybe the sewing's not for me. And <laughs> I came into the office one day and he had on a full lab, uh, a lab setup and he's got 50. This is when, um, when hand sanitizer was completely sold out in the nation and he had 50 different ingredients and he was watching how to videos and he ended up making like 50 gallons of his own hand sanitizer that he also donated and gave out to everybody. So these two were nonstop. I mean, it was, wow. it was crazy. Wow, man. Thanks for sharing that. That is wild. Uh, so how about Patrick, your journey, you know, uh, you watching your dad with these businesses and, um, you know, was, was the plumbing business something that you, uh, as a kid, thought, wow, I can't wait to get into this? Uh, how did you get into the business? Well, I'll tell you, it definitely wasn't where I thought I'd end up. I'll tell you that. Yeah. And, and I'll, I'll caveat that with I, I'm incredibly blessed to have finally made up uh, my mind and be convinced to come here. Uh, <laughs> right out of high school, I, I joined the military, and I spent a, a few years there. did two tours in Iraq. and uh, Wow. Yeah, after I think I was 22 when I spent my last tour, and I said, "That's enough." You know, it's that's too much for me to do. So I, uh, I got out. I went to school. I got my degree in American history with a minor in poli sci, and I had in my head that I was going to be uh, a professor one day, and just you know, just kept at it. Was bartending on the side, and then uh, years for years, my dad tried to convince me to come and do this with him, and I said, "It's not me. That's not who I am." And one day I came down. And, you know, I think the last time I had seen his office, it probably about four years had passed. And I came down and saw everything that they had opened up, all the new stuff that they were doing, um, you know, the advancements that they were making. And I said, what am I doing? You know, I've got the <laughs> business already set up. Why am I bartending when uh, when I could actually be a part of something much bigger than myself? So I it took me too long, but I'm super glad I eventually came over. 
Good for you. Good for you. How about in the plumbing industry, in the plumbing world, what do you hear from a myth standpoint that you can uh, maybe provide some uh, insight for our listeners? Sure, sure. I'll tell you, one of the things that I see happen a lot, I'm sure you've seen it without even realizing, is you know, I, I go on Facebook, uh, Nextdoor, Craigslist, I go in all these spots often, and I see people saying, you know, give me a call, I'll put in your water heater for, for 50 bucks, you just have to buy it, give me a call and I'll clear your drains. Most people, don't, I know, most people don't realize uh, that that's not only against the law, but extremely, extremely dangerous. Um, in Florida, you have to have a, uh, a license. I'm a master licensed plumber, so is my dad, and in fact, so is about seven of my grandpas and his father, so we're a long line of master plumbers. You know, people don't realize that uh, that it's not okay to do that. And, you know, one of the examples that I always like to use is um, just so people understand how, how dangerous it can be. Yeah. Uh, we had a um, just uh, about four years ago, somebody had a handyman install a gas heater. Um, they did not install the gas heater properly and ended up causing fire damage, which ended up causing water damage because it set off some sprinklers. Wow. They went to it caused thousands and thousands of dollars in damage. They went to their homeowner's insurance and said, Hey, I need you to help me out with this. <laughs> and they said, You hired an unlicensed contractor, that's on you, and basically you have to deal with it. So then they try to find that person and you know, when you're working with somebody that's not insured, not licensed, uh, and you find them on Craigslist, you're not getting those people back. They're not gonna take care of you when that when everything happens. So, wow. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, you don't think of that. Yeah. You know, I'll tell you, before before I started working here, I didn't think that. I thought, you know, plumbing's plumbing. Anybody should be able to do this, but it's it's not the case. Mm-hmm. Good, good stuff. How about when you aren't working? What are you doing for fun? I'll tell you, well, I'm super loud. I'll tell you, I, um, I, there's not a lot of time that one of us aren't here in the office. We both actually live with like 10 minutes from here. So just ask my wife. I spend a lot too much time here. So um, <laughs> But when I'm not here, I actually just had my firstborn um, about three weeks ago. Oh, um, wow. Thank you very much. Uh, he's, um, he's three weeks old. He's my, a little boy. You know, we we're very excited. So what little time I do have at home is usually just chasing him around and cleaning up his diapers right now. Yeah, I, I'm surprised. Uh, I mean, you look pretty awake. I remember when our son was, was three weeks old, I was like, uh, I needed toothpicks and I was walking around like a zombie. I drink a lot of Red Bull. So that's <laughs> how, how do you say that? I think I, I caught you sneaking a few sips. Yeah, you I kind of have to. I, uh, well, <laughs> my, uh, my wife, she's on a good, she's an environmental scientist for Collier County. So they give her a lot of maternity leave. So uh, luckily oh. she's taking the brunt of it, but there's still a lot of sleepless nights, as I know you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah and our first was not a sleeper at all. So yeah. fingers crossed you get one. Everybody tells me when they see him, they say, wow, he's so alert. I'm like, just it's nighttime. Of course he is. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's the truth. <laughs> oh, man. How about a, uh, a hardship, Patrick? Something that comes to mind looking back, uh, you can say, hey, it was a challenging time, but I got through it and I'm better for it. I'm stronger. What what comes to mind? Sure. You know, I'll, I'll go back to COVID because that's what's the most prevalent right now. Yeah. Um, you know, I know you've, you've done, what, 378 of these episodes now? So you, I think I listened to half of them already. So oh my God. I, all weekend long, I was listening. So, 
I don't have to tell you because you, you know, part of the reason that you do these um, is because uh, everything that happened, part of the reason um, that a lot of companies have changed or shut down is because of COVID. And when it comes to the plumbing world, you know, one of um one of the things is we have to be in people's homes, you know, just to just to diagnose things. Yeah. Uh, we try to get away uh, around that issue with, you know, wearing masks. We every time we went to a customer's house, we gave them a mask. Our technicians wore masks, but it still made a lot of people very nervous, and, and I, completely understandably so. So uh, what we ended up doing again, one of my father's ideas that I said would never work, and he always <laughs> wrong, you know. He, um, he decided that we were going to start doing a virtual diagnosing, um, and basically what you and I are doing right now over Zoom. Um, yeah. You know, we would have uh, customers. Customers would call us, and they would start, uh, you know, showing us their bathtub or their water heater, um, hey. or maybe not so much water heater, but simple things like their bathtub, their sink, something's not acting right. And we would diagnose it over Zoom the best we could. And then we realized, well, just because they know what's wrong doesn't mean that they have the tools to fix it. Yeah. So we actually started shipping out tools, you know, basically a rental, you know, hey, keep, uh, send, uh, you know, keep these tools and send it back to us. There's no charge as long as you give it back to us in a certain amount of time. It was only supposed to be a local thing that we could help out our immediate market. Uh-huh. And so TED Talk, um, which I know you know, uh, TED Talk ended up picking this up, finding out about it. They interviewed me, and I thought I thought that was so cool. I thought it was so cool. Uh, well, after they did that, it, it obviously went across the entire nation, and I had people from New York, Texas, um, California calling me and saying, "Please tell me what's wrong with this. Help me out." Oh my god! It ended up being something that I said, "This will never work." To being basically a full time job for about four months. So. It was pretty wild. Ah, that's awesome. Oh, my God. So were you able to keep up with demand, or did you have to buy more tools? We No, our tools were fine because my dad's a little obsessed with getting as many tools as we could. Okay. What we did in a, I know you were here in my office the other day, and you said, wow, you guys have a lot of big screen TVs. Yeah. Because I had to have more TVs so all the plumbers could Zoom call people and tell them what was going on. So. <laughs> Okay. It's, uh, it's petered out a little bit now that people are okay with us coming in their homes. But, you know, just a few days ago, I got somebody in New Mexico that uh, they were he was a maintenance man in a school. And it was about 11 p.m. And he Zoom called. And I said, who is this? And I answered, I've never seen somebody look so panicked and said, please help me. There's water coming out of my pipes. What do I do? I'm like, all right, uh, uh, let me calm you down. Let's figure this out. <laughs> it's, been, it's been wild. It's uh, you know, people think it's just a plumbing company, but we've we've gotten into so many different things helping out people. So it's been a, it's been an experience. And I'll tell you, I was I was so impressed walking into your location the other day, and I mean, it reminded me like of a mini NASA. I mean, you've got these what three monster big screen yeah. uh, TVs with all the different you know. Um, layout dashboard i guess is the word i'm looking for with uh, where everyone is and uh i thought man these these guys they're dialed in here i you know honestly and i know i know it's what i keep saying i work too here but i gotta give the credit <laughs> that. you know i'm uh <laughs> i'm definitely one of those people with a mindset of it's not if it's not broken don't fix it and every time i come into the office i see him coming up with a new idea installing something new and i go what do we need this for and a week later, I'm going. How did we not have this before? So, you know, it's uh, it, it's wild. Everything that we end up doing here, it's um, uh, you know, I have uh, we've got really good uh, relationships with other plumbing companies, 
electrical companies, mechanics. And when I walk into their office, I'm always a little taken aback by how much further along dad has uh, put all this technology in yeah. here. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. So one thing, Patrick, you wish our listeners knew about next plumbing, what would that be? Um, you know, I guess I would say uh, our, our training, uh, our training and our hiring process. Um, you know, there, we do things a lot differently than a lot of other, uh, a, really a lot of pretty much any plumbing company and not just in Southwest Florida, but in, in America in general, it's turned more to a, um, to a, let's hire some salesmen to go in there and, uh, and kind of sell or upsell these products. And then we'll have, uh, we'll have some, some young plumber come in there and try <laughs> to put it together. Uh, our hiring process is entirely different. You know, uh, we do extreme thorough background checks. Um, I probably do about I'm not exaggerating, probably about 30 interviews every two weeks uh, for plumbers. Out of those 30 people, I might hire one. Um, we do a national criminal background check, a driving check. Um, you know, we, we call all their references for the last 10 years. I mean, a lot of people think it's a little overkill, but when you've got a stranger in your home working by themselves, I mean, you want to make sure that you've got nothing yeah. but faith in that person. Yeah. Um, we're extremely diligent when we bring people on. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's, a, I, I, I know I, I just interviewed somebody the other day and, uh, and then when I told him that like, there's no way you could interview that many people. And I brought a stack of papers out that was, it must've literally had about 50 applications in it. And I said, this is the last week and a half. You know, I know a lot of plumbing companies have, as you know, have been going out of business. So they've all been trying to come here and I, you know, if they're qualified, I'd love to bring them on. I'd love to bring yeah. them on. Yeah, it's uh, you know, we're 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 complicated when we bring people on. Well, you know, it, it's an investment uh, bringing on, uh, you know, team members, staff, uh, uh, both the initial interview and, and it's an investment of training that you all do. And you don't just hire a plumber and say, here's your wrench and your truck. Have at it. I mean, I I, I know what little I know of you guys. I know everything else you're doing. You're. <laughs> You, you make sure you're putting the right people out there. And, and uh, from a customer service standpoint, you know, they're interacting with your clients and uh, you've got to send the right type of, of individual and just not some Joe off the street. So absolutely. And a lot of times people don't understand that, you know, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll talk to somebody and they say, uh, oh, you know, if you hire me, I could be in a truck tomorrow. No, sir. You know, you're, you're looking, uh, you're looking for an extensive training period before I feel comfortable enough sending you out. And a lot of times I hear the same thing. Well, I've been plumbing for 20 years. You know, maybe so. Let's see what you can do. And uh, and it's not just that. It's learning how we interact with customers. Yeah. You know, it's it's working our, our tablets. It's uh it's it's making sure that you drive safe. I mean, there's yeah. so many different facets that we go through. Yeah. Wow, Patrick, I I am so impressed with you guys. Uh, and I, I was pretty damn impressed uh, when I first walked into your company. So I'm glad you we're getting this uh, this out to the community. And uh, I know we have listeners going, okay, I need I need to get in touch with these guys. What's the best way? Where should we send them? Sure. I mean, so you can call us literally 24-7 at 239-540-1444. We don't use an answering machine. If you call at 1 in the morning, it's either myself or two other <laughs> office staff answering the phone. Um, if you don't, uh, if you don't have time to reach us, you can check us out on Facebook. Just look at next plumbing. Um, and of course we've got a website, asknextplumbing.com. Um, 
that that website you can contact us, us through there you can watch how-to videos if you want to try something yourself um if you just want to hear a bit more of our story check us out yeah yeah and more story to come i'm sure the way you guys are uh, yeah. i'll probably turn on the news tomorrow and there you'll be talking about uh, the next check out, check out fox news tonight i'll be on there they, <laughs> tonight? Uh, yeah, I, yeah oh, the, get out. six o'clock hour you are something yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's great all right we'll do well patrick it's it's been a hoot a pleasure we uh wish you guys the absolute best there Absolutely. And I, I wish we would have done this a long time ago. Like I said, uh, I listened to all, like literally half of your podcasts and, you know, I, I've enjoyed all of them. I think what you do is, um, is a testament to, to this neighborhood and, it, and it's a great service that you provide everybody. Thank you very much. Absolutely. I'm blushing. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's somber. Never mind. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> all right, man. Well, you have a good one. Please give us a call. If you, if you need any plumbing work, just give us a call. We're here for you. You will hear from us for sure. And I know a lot of our listeners. Perfect. All right, man. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.